It's Daily Thunder, the special holiday edition. The Ellerslie campus is closed through Christmas break, but Daily Thunders are still booming forth daily through this podcast. For those of you that like to enjoy Daily Thunder live and in person on the Ellerslie campus, mark your calendars for our relaunch on Monday, January 13th. To learn more about our discipleship programs or to support this podcast, visit ellerslie.com. This episode is part of a special series entitled The 12 Days of Christmas and is delivered by special guest Sandy McConaughey. Good morning. This morning, I would like to talk with you about the purpose of the baby. In Luke 1, 30-32, we read, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And in Luke 2, 8 through 20, we read, in the same region, this is right after the baby is born, in Bethlehem, out in that region. And in the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this baby. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only begotten son. He gave Jesus And that was the baby. And then something happened. The baby grew up. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. From Luke 2.52. He started as a baby, but he grew up to fulfill the purpose of his being given by God. God had a purpose in giving us this baby. Jesus' life revealed God's love for the world. 
but so did his death. In John 18, 37, we read these words of Jesus when he spoke them to Pilate. He said, to this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. And in John 12, 27, when Jesus is a little bit older, Past when he grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man, he had started his ministry, and this was before he went before Pilate, and he said, Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this cause came I unto this hour. He was with the Father, he lived there, but the Father gave him to us for a cause, for a reason, not just to be celebrated as a baby in a manger. He was that baby, but as he grew, his purpose began to unfold. And so we see that the coming of Jesus was the will of the Father. And as the will of the Father unfolded, things began to happen. Jesus was at the, in the beginning up with the Father, and at the end of his earthly journey, he was back with the Father. What happened in between? And if you have the notes, if you download the notes to this, then you will have a little diagram. It will be a circle. And you will see a black box at the top, very top portion of the circle. And that is to signify that that's where Jesus started. That's with the Father. And that's where he ended. And that's why this is a circle. And so we see, and there's little numbers inside that circle, numbers one through eight, because it's divided into eight sections. And the first little section is about Jesus' humility and condescension. And we read in Philippians 2, 6 through 8, verse, verse 8a, Although he existed in the form of God, he emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. Being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself. He just humbled himself to the nth degree. And then the second portion of that circle is he is his life of obedience to his father. And we read that he became, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And in John 5, verse 30, he says, I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. And in John 6, 38, I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Jesus did not have a will of his own in this, other than to be obedient and humble. He wanted to do what the Father wanted him to do. And the third section in our circle is Jesus fulfilled all righteousness. Spoken to John the Baptist in Matthew 3.15, Jesus said, But Jesus answering said to him, Permit it at this time, for in this way it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. 
and then he permitted him. And in Matthew 5, 17 and 18, think not that I'm come to destroy the law or the prophets. I'm not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Jesus came to fulfill. Romans 10:4. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. And then the fourth point of our circle is Jesus and his hour. He said, John 12, 27, remember? But for this cause came I unto this hour. Luke 22, 41 through 42, he was withdrawn from his disciples about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And in Hebrews 9, 26, it says, But now, once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. What did this hour hold? It held betrayal, arrest, trial, mocking, scourging, beating, stripes, a crown of thorns, crucifixion, being numbered with the transgressors, becoming sin for us, becoming a curse for us, separation from his heavenly Father, death, being pierced. He said, for this cause came I unto this hour. And then the fifth point, the burial of Jesus. And after this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, for fear of the Jews, besought Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him leave. He came, therefore, and took the body of Jesus. And there came also Nicodemus, which at the first came to Jesus by night and brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes and about a hundred pound weight. Then took they the body of Jesus and wound it in linen cloths with the spices, as the manner of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified there was a garden, and in the garden a new sepulchre, wherein was never man yet laid. There laid they Jesus, therefore, because of the Jews' preparation day, for the sepulchre was near at hand. From John nineteen thirty-eight through 42 and in Matthew 27, 63 through 66, they were saying, Sir, we remember that that deceiver said, while well, he was yet alive, after three days I will rise again. Command, therefore, that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say unto the people, He is risen from the dead. So the last error shall be worse than the first. And Pilate said unto them, You have a watch. Go your way. Make it as sure as you can. So they went and made the sepulcher sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. So that was the burial of Jesus. The sixth point is the resurrection of Jesus. And he said unto them, Be not afraid. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they had laid him. Mark 16, 6. And in Acts 10, 38 through 41, God appointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And we are witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Him, 
God raised up the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us, who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. And another passage in Acts 13, 29 through 31. When they had fulfilled all that was written of him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a sepulcher. But God raised him up from the dead. And he was seen many days of them which came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are his witnesses unto the people. And in Romans 6, 9 through 10, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, Death hath no more dominion over him. And now the seventh point. Jesus was seen alive. And this is from 1 Corinthians 15, 3 through 8. He was seen above 500 brethren at once. And you can read the rest of those verses on your own. He was seen. This is the historical account, and it is historical of who this baby grew up to be. And the eighth point, Jesus ascended back up into the right hand of the Father. And when he had spoken these things while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, You men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Acts 1, 9 through 11. And then in Hebrews 1, verse 3, he being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. And Hebrews ten twelve. this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of the Father. He went back where he came from. But in the meantime, God so loved the world that he gave this baby, this baby Jesus, and this baby had a purpose. This baby was a savior who is Christ the Lord. And as he lived his life, we see the saving grace of our gracious heavenly father who gave him. For unto us a child, a baby, is born. Unto us a son is given by the father. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with justice and judgment from henceforth even forever. Isaiah 9, 6-7. Let's remember that this baby had a heavenly purpose to take away the sins of the whole world as a Savior, and he is Christ the Lord. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you for coming and doing the will of your Father. Thank you for the humility of being born as a baby. Thank you that we have all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge bound up in you, and you have done everything that we have need of for life and for godliness. We cannot thank you enough, but may all we do and think and say and pray all that our thoughts contain be pleasing unto you, O Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Our live Daily Thunder online stream and our live in-studio Daily Thunder experience will be starting back on Monday, January 13th when our team returns from their much-deserved holiday break. Meanwhile, we encourage you to plan a visit to our beautiful Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado for a day, a week, or an entire season of gospel-centered spiritual training. Learn more at ellerslie.com. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.